0: Hi and welcome to yet another episode of BroPod, where we talk to those at the Five convention from the world of sports, media, finance and politics. Kieran, we've just banged out the most efficient episode to date and what a guest it was for uh, for, t- for trying such a project. Yeah,
1: I mean, I love the longer ones, but there was something about that that I just loved. It was efficient, quick. Um, We got a lot of content out of it, although it was only like 15 minutes. Um, And Fabrizio was a perfect guest to have for that. Banging out answers, giving us a lot of information, enthusiastic energy, so it was brilliant.
0: Just to contextualize it, we had Fabrizio Romano, the transfer guru, um, with a four million presence on Twitter. He has recently started his Twitch account, he's on YouTube. He is the go-to guy yeah. and uh, we were delighted to have him to talk a about, bit about the beyond, yeah. the persona that is Fabrizio Romano yeah. and more so into you know how he came up and, uh, and how he looks to evolve yeah. going forward.
1: And he's an, a very impressive young man. He's only a little bit older than us I know. and to think of... The stuff he's doing, how the people he's talking to, he's talking to, you know, the biggest clubs in the world, the biggest agents in the world, um, reporting it to everyone on Twitter. He's usually the first to drop a big transfer, he's the most reliable. If it's come from him, you usually know it's it's credible. And uh, so talking to him about behind the scenes, the process of it all, how he got to where he was and his ambitions, it was just uh, it was brown to hear it all from him.
0: I can, ma- I can feel that we're like we are in an intensity now uh-huh. that is reflective of his day to day life. And we just talked to him for 15 minutes. Yeah. We're
1: like, da, 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 da. maybe we should do another podcast right after this.
0: <laughs> I think we can be dead efficient today. All right. Um, join us after the break for our chat with Fabrizio Romano. This podcast is, as always, sponsored by Pimp Society. They hand paint customized designs on any item of your. Choosing. You can find them on Instagram at Pimp Society, on Facebook at Pimp Society, or on their website pimpsociety.no. Now to our chat with Fabrizio Romano. Tell us a bit about what role football played during your childhood and are there any memories that stick out for you?
2: My dad was not a football player, but he was. A football lover so my dad gave me all the culture on football Uh, he was always following football so that's how i started and my dream was to play football as always happens with journalists but i was not able to do it and i had no skills to do it and i always loved also to to talk about football, to talk about transfers. but It obviously arrived later in my in my life. And so that's why I started to, to to dream about journalism when I was 15, 16. I always had this dream of being a journalist and that's how how it happened. And yes, I had my, some memories that changed my life. One more than any other one was about Italy national team winning the World Cup in 2006. It was something incredible to me and to my friends because it was something that really... Helped also my my personal life to be together with my friends in this incredible summer for Italy winning the, the World Cup. That's how we started, and that's how I was feeling in a different move thanks to football. So yes, my culture is with football included always.
0: It's funny because we were talking about about yourself and your your achievements, and when you say you're winning the, winning the World Cup, Italy, we have to remind ourselves that you're actually our age because mm. in terms of your <laughs> accomplishments and stuff like that. It's Italy 2006 and you have that similar, that similar reference, but uh, I don't believe you. I think you have some talent, no, (laughs) some talent growing up.
2: Surely. No, 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 I was, I was, of course, I was lucky, I have to say, because you have to be lucky in your life in whatever you want to do. Uh, of course, it's part of also of your energy. And I always was putting my whole energy in this because, you know, when I was studying and I was 17, 18, and I started to try with this journalist board in a small, a small website here in Italy, uh, I remember that many of my friends, they were living their life as is normal for a 17 or 18 teenager, so doing this kind of things. And I was 100% focused on, on, on my work. I wanted to become a journalist. I was so hungry. I had this dream and I was following this dream with all my energy. So, of course, I was also living my personal life, but I was dedicating a lot of time when I had some free time to improve myself. So, uh, like studying and looking at football matches and trying to write also small websites because it's important to, to start with small things. If you want to become a big one, you have to do the right steps. And so maybe, yes, some talent, yes, but my biggest talent, I think, is about the energy, because my energy is always focused on my work, and I love my work, I always, I always say that sometimes, maybe I'm tired at the end of the day, during the window, you know, you spend 24 hours working, and looking at your phone, and calling people, and talking like on TV, writing articles, and then I go to sleep, and I say, okay, I'm tired, but I'm talking football, I'm not working, and work is something different, I think, so that's why I love it, and that's, this is my biggest talent is about the energy, I think. It's not a real talent. It's about the mentality. That's it.
0: Uh, undoubtedly, a, a great loads of talent. And now you are in, you know, the undisputed go-to guy within transfers. But like everyone else, you've had to start somewhere, build a network, a following, a reputation. How did you go by that? And what were some of the greatest challenges coming up?
2: Yes, uh, was mm, part, part of it was planned because I always wanted to do something new. Uh, I had the opportunity to sign uh, a full-time contract with Sky. It was five years ago. So I had the chance to do something like 24 hours working for Sky and nothing else. That is something considered so important here in Italy. So many people were telling me, including my family, okay, let's sign this contract. You are okay with this one. But I said no, I wanted to try something different. Uh, i always say that it's like the jungle you know you can decide if you want to be an animal going all together and staying safe and happy with your life or going like uh, alone like the lion in the jungle and trying to to go with yourself you can be the best one or the most stupid of the world because you had a contract <laughs> with sky ready for you but i was deciding for this way because i was feeling that i wanted to do something different mm. uh, like working on social media trying to bring my work also on social media available to all people and working in a different way and not in a usual way with sky with a typical full-time contract i wanted to something different and that's how i started it was like seven or six years ago when i started to use social media to share my news Uh, i started in a small way then it was growing and growing up in the last three years Uh, And so that's, that's how we started also with Instagram. I still remember that four years ago, I was using Instagram just to post my pictures uh, when I was at sea or with my family or with my girlfriend. And then I decided to go with, uh, with football because people wanted football updates for me. And that's how I was going with, with this kind of project on, on journalism and talking about targets, to be honest with you, I don't have some goals, some target uh, in, in my mind, because if you told me where I am today, three years ago. I was logging maybe because I was not expecting these kind of things. But I think that I only want to do things related to journalism. Uh, Many times they ask me, you want to become an agent or a sport director, these kind of things. No, no, I want to continue as a journalist. I don't know how it will develop with transfers because it's difficult every day to be 100% focused and to try to do your best. But at the moment, I'm happy with it. And so I want to continue as a journalist.
1: Fabrizio, you now have this massive network, a massive following, and a massive reputation. What are some of the challenges that come about with all of that and in managing that network?
2: Yes, um, this is this is yes maybe the most difficult part, you know, because uh, you have to be always updated, okay? Always going with new sources in your network, but always talking with your old sources as they are new sources, because it's like when you have some some new people in your family you know you have to be always careful with the new ones but also with the old ones to be always on the same level and because if you go with sources uh, with a good approach you can be a good journalist if you go with approach like saying okay they have to call me because i am bigger than them you are died so Mm -hmm. i spend all my days texting people calling people because it's important to have a good relationship also when you are not asking for news but only because you want to stay in touch with the person and not just with the agent or director So this is my my secret, trying to to keep my contacts with these people natural, as if they are my friends and not if I am a journalist and you are an agent or a football director. And and talking about new sources, yes, this is my my biggest aim. Of course, now social media are helping because now you can send a message on Instagram and they see immediately that they are reaching out to them. So it's easier now to, to do it. But you have to spend your time to do it. And this is why I'm always trying to improve myself and to have new contacts and to have new opportunities with players, directors, agents, and this kind of people. But the most important thing is always to be respectful, to be respected. Because for me, respecting people is always the most important things in this job and in general in life. And that's what I'm trying to do, to have new contacts.
1: We're wondering if you can talk us through the stages of how you work a transfer rumour and how you report it. And I don't know if it's easier to take a real-life example, if you want to take the... Varan, a United example or even a more recent one but where does it all start who do you call and how do you keep up with all the latest yes. information?
2: Yes I can use Varan as an example it's a good example because uh, to to make you understand how it develops it's incredible sometimes it's so fast because it could happen that an agent is calling me and telling me Fabrizio this player is going to this club I check with the club and then that's it it's maybe it could be 30 minutes but sometimes it's so long and for example Varan was so long because I was having a coffee with an agent in February here in Milano for the first time I was meeting him because he's not Italian. And he he was texting me on Instagram and he told me, Fabrizio, let's meet. And we was meeting here in Milano. And he told me, keep an eye on Varane's situation. It was January, the end of January, the start of February. So it was like two or three February, something like this. And he told me, keep an eye on Varane's situation because I'm told that he doesn't want to extend the contract with Real Madrid. So it's not only Sergio Ramos the problem at Real Madrid, it's also Varane. So what happened in the podcast... Uh, I said in my podcast I said there is also a problem with Varan contract I'm working on it but I'm told that the situation with Varan was not is not 100% sure for Real Madrid that is staying. Okay in the following months um, I was checking and checking because you know that it's lower when it's not during the window so like in February March I was checking And they told me we have problems for Real Madrid, we have problems with Varane because he doesn't want to extend the contract. And then I will start to talk with people close to the player also to talk to ask about Manchester United interest, because we had Chelsea, Manchester United and Paris Saint-Germain rumours, but they immediately told me it's only Manchester United. If he's leaving Real Madrid, he's to join Manchester United. And then during the during the window, in, during the summer, it was every day texting people and saying how is the negotiation, how it's going, and they had to wait for Sancho, and then they were jumping in the negotiation for Varane. So sometimes it's really slow, but it's beautiful to see how it develops in six months, and then you have the player joining Manchester United, and fans getting crazy on social media.
0: Yeah, yeah of course. In this so-called transaction then, between you and agents, clubs, journalists, what what are some of the main reasons for them giving you that information in terms of, you know, it goes both ways. But what do you identify as some of the primary reasons?
2: Yes, I think, first of all, because it's good for them to have their news in an outlet where they can say that 4 million people or 8 million people, if you count Instagram and Twitter, are looking at the news. Mm-hmm. So it's positive for an agent to have the news in such important i would say scenario on social media but not it's not only about the numbers uh, it's also about the person this is what i try to do so i try to make them understand that i'm trying to do the best for everyone involved in the negotiation so if they're telling me something true they are in a good position because i'm trying to help the club assigning the club the kind the player and the player and the agent because i'm trying to share a correct news and trying to help them to to have an accurate information on their player if they want to share with me fake news <laughs> i'm gonna check with five different people before i share something on my social media so they know they now they know that they can't share fake news with me so they prefer maybe to go on different sources before and then reach out to me when it's the right moment i always tell them don't tell me something if it's not correct i prefer to wait and to be the last one on this negotiation, but to have the news when it's correct and when it's 100% accurate. So I think it's something smart for for everyone to have a respectful relationship and to share the news when it's the right moment and to to have people informed in the right way. And it's the best way, I think, also for the clubs, not only for the player. Also for the clubs, it's it's good to have correct information on their players.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think maybe in in recent news, uh, almost uh, being first, it seemed to be like the highest virtue. But of course, like you say, it's about having the correct information at the right time. Um yes. last, last question, Fabrizio, before we leave you to it. Um you have now started your own Twitch channel, which is over 000 subscribers. You have your own YouTube channel. Uh you've expanded beyond where you were. Like you say, you were you are the the lone lion in the jungle, now wondering. Uh <laughs> where do you look where do you look to expand or develop into when you look for the next steps for Fabrizio where do you where do you want to go first of all I want to say that uh, thank you first of
2: all for mentioning my my channels and yes I I really like Twitch in particular because I think it's a good way to interact with people to chat together with people in a relaxed way but also to try to bring people behind the transfer market Uh, because sometimes it's easy to put out a tweet and people are not understanding what's happening behind the scenes of the deal, why one deal is happening, why it's so slow sometimes, why it's so fast some other times. So on Twitch you can explicate people how it's working. You can have good guests to explicate people how is the real transfer market, how it's happening uh, also with agents, journalists, former football players, football play here so you have many options to explicate people always working so i'm really focusing on giving my best on twitch because i think it's the best platform to stay in touch with people to explicate them always working on on transfer market and uh, about the future i really i really don't know but i'm sure that will be something on new media because i'm really tired of old media to be honest i'm i'm working with some old media but i'm tired of it uh, in particular here in italy they are really slow you know uh, they're really slow also when you have a news they want to wait till the show during the evening because they want to get the news during the show but it's something that it was 20 years ago was like this now people want the news immediately on social media they're not waiting for the paper tomorrow morning or for the show today uh, in, the, in the evening they want immediately the impact of the news and that's why I want to do something on the on the new media I'm really focused on social media and on Twitch, to be honest. So I don't know what will be next, but will be 100% something with the, with the new media and something when people are used to have my news always for free because I don't want anyone to, to pay for the news. But I think that the best way is to interact, to stay in contact and to talk directly with the people because transfer market is beautiful but without the fans to get excited for the news would be the most boring work in the in the world so that's why it has to be always in good connection with the fans
0: i love that and you sure stay connected and you're you're true to yourself respectful and uh, (laughs) it's nice to see that uh, someone like you does so well for yourself so thank you again fabrizio for taking the time talk to us thank you, um, and we'll wish you all the best uh, as we get towards the tail end of, uh, <laughs> of the transfer window in August
2: thank you thank you guys really thank you for the invitation good luck for your podcast I will follow you and uh, thank you and see you really soon wherever you thank you, you Fabrizio
0: so, thank, thank you. you Fabrizio thanks for listening to our episode with Fabrizio it was a true delight to have him on on our 30th episode so what better way to market um, join us uh, next week, maybe in a couple of weeks. We'll see what we get for our 31st episode. See you then.